If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. You're listening to the Gold Digger podcast episode number 277. Did you hit play today and wonder what is imposter syndrome and do I have it? Imposter syndrome is feeling out of place in the scenes that you've dreamed up for yourself. It's like reaching that big goal and looking around thinking, I don't belong here. Someone's going to call me out. I'm not supposed to be here. Imposter syndrome plagues even the most accomplished, successful people because it has nothing to do with our qualifications or experience. It attacks your confidence and changes your inner dialogue, and it can impact your productivity big time. I know all about how imposter syndrome feels. I've been there, and heck, I still feel it some days. I mean, I remember the first time I finally told someone that I was a photographer without feeling like I needed to follow up with a million other disclosures. I was at the dentist of all places and someone's hands were in my mouth and I awkwardly grunted, I'm a wedding photographer. And maybe I didn't add in everything else because I was about to choke or something. But either way, that day stands out to me because I remember how I felt so proud that I was able to claim my title for once. It was a random turning point for me to just say photographer instead of leading with this whole story about how I'm an executive of human resources, but I kind of sort of have this camera and a blog and I'm trying to become a wedding photographer. Have you ever done that? Imposter syndrome is psychological and I'm no psychologist. However, I've muscled through the feelings of not good enough and who do I think I am? And so I want to share with you my own personal experiences, how I tackled my own imposter syndrome and mix that with some careful research from trusted sources. I want you to have the tools you need to push away that nagging self-doubt and to do the big things you were born to do. At the very least, this will be a jumping off point for you to recognize your imposter syndrome and be Begin working through it to claim your title and place in the world with pride. Are you ready for it? Here we go. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru Jenna Kutcher will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts, listen in on honest conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others pave their own way and craft their dream career. If you're ready to dig in, do the work, and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. Imposter syndrome can manifest itself in so many different ways. For me, I couldn't even say the words, I'm a photographer. 
When people asked me what I did, I'd always hide behind the corporate job that made me feel powerful and worthy and impressive. Saying that I was trying to be a photographer meant that people could ask me questions that I might not have answers to, and it left me feeling really vulnerable and cautious, and after coming across a few nasty feeds and Facebook groups about photographers, it honestly kind of made me want to hide. It's wild to think about how uncertain I was in that season because I knew exactly what I wanted, but I was so worried about what people would think about that dream that I often hid behind titles that the world knew, ones that didn't invite more conversation or ones that would question my path. I mean, what would my friends think? My family? Didn't I just graduate with a degree and land my quote dream job and and now I think I'm going to become a photographer? I spent a lot of time worrying about what others would think about me. The world is comfortable with corporate things, executive terms, but I felt like the world was against the dreamers, the doers, the people who are pushing for something more. I knew that at that time I was fragile enough to believe others' opinions if I welcomed them into my life. And so I often just left out that little detail that I was attempting to escape my, quote, impressive corporate job that I hated in order to do something different. The American Psychological Association says that imposter syndrome isn't an official diagnosis listed, but it is a very specific form of intellectual self-doubt. If you're experiencing imposter syndrome, you might also be feeling anxious or depressed. You might think you're a fraud, that you don't belong in the role that you've truly earned, that at any moment, someone could ask you a pointed question about your field and bam, you're discovered as someone who doesn't know what they're doing. Spoiler alert, none of us really know what we're doing. Or maybe your imposter syndrome has actually stopped you before you've even started. Maybe the story you're telling yourself is that I'm not good enough to do the things I've dreamed about or someone else is already doing it and they're way better than I'll ever be. That story can creep into your brain space and before you even try, you stop. And that could be the end of it. Maybe you hit play today and you braced yourself because you know that this little feeling has held you back, but your story doesn't have to end here. So let's dig on into why women feel it most. When the imposter phenomenon was first discovered, psychologists thought it was only present in women. Isn't that fascinating? I'm not even a little bit surprised by this. Women face a unique degree of pressure to do all the things, to be everything, a career woman, the perfect mom, a homemaker, a supportive friend, a loving partner. Our self-worth can easily get all wrapped up in what we've achieved or what we claim as our titles. And then we get to play the comparison game. We compare our titles with those around us. We see our peers and competitors proudly posting their titles or accolades in their Instagram bios. I mean, I did a quick scroll of my feed today. Titles like seven-figure mom, stay-at-home CEO, award-winning photographer, online marketing expert. It's easy to feel that we're not worthy of anything beyond what's in front of us. And let me preface this with the fact that you are worthy of all the good things. Now, earlier versions of Jenna would have felt discouraged seeing all these big, impressive titles as I was forging my own path to claim my simple little, quote, photographer title. Because who was I to put that label in my own Instagram profile when I was still figuring out what all the little numbers on my camera lenses meant? Imagine if I had stopped there, if I had let the pressure of an impressive title in the comparison game stop me in my tracks before I ever started. I don't even want to think about what my world would look like right now if my imposter syndrome had taken hold of everything the future held for me. 
I wish that I could say that after I actually did become a photographer, the imposter syndrome just vanished. But eight years in, I still battle it. Now that I'm not shooting weddings and I can't cling to the fact that I'm a quote award-winning wedding photographer, I feel stuck saying what I do. When people ask me, I like, I just don't know. If I say I'm a podcaster, it sounds like a hobby and I hate the term influencer. And when I tell people I'm an online educator, they have no clue what to make of it. Don't worry, I'll tell you how I've overcome this little dilemma soon. Anyways, I just want to show you that you never really get over imposter syndrome, but you can combat it. Before I dive into my steps in doing just that, I have to share one thing I've been clinging to. My business coach, Dean, has taught me this, that you don't have to have it all figured out to be an expert. You just have to be one chapter ahead of everyone else. I've always been that. Therefore, I should always wear the titles I'm in pursuit of, even if I don't have all the answers. We are all naturally one chapter ahead with the things we're passionate about or the things we love. And so take that little bit of advice and cling to it. If you're still hearing that voice telling you that you have to have it all figured out before you can claim it, drop it. Leave it right now. You just have to be one chapter ahead. So the first step to combating imposter syndrome is recognizing that it exists. You're maybe achievement driven. You feel that pressure to do big things, whether it's internal or external pressure, and you're measuring your ability to achieve against the achievements of others. You recognize why you're feeling this way. And so here's what you can do to overcome it. First, claim your title. You need to claim that title like right now. Take out a piece of paper and a pen or open up the notes app on your phone and start a list. Write down your title or the titles that you wear. Like if someone asked you the question, what do you do? And you answered it without fear. What would that title be? What would that look like? Claim it now. Are you a photographer, an educator, a hairstylist, an ebook author, a podcaster, a speaker? Claim that title in big, bold letters. Then make three bullet points and answer these questions. Who do you serve? How do you serve them? And what is their end result? One of the best ways to combat imposter syndrome is getting confident talking about what you do. If the next time someone asks you that question, you could respond with your title and a summary of the answers to the questions you just answered. That means you're claiming that title that used to make you feel like a fraud. Don't add any caveats or verbal disclaimers, just a prompt and clear response and leave it at that. So here's what my list would look like. I'm the CEO of a multi-million dollar online company. I'm an online educator that serves female entrepreneurs through my podcast and online courses, and I empower women to pursue their passions and profits so they can do what they love and get paid to do it. Now, if you need to, wake up and write down a statement like this every single day, like have a notebook on your nightstand and write down these truths, whatever they are. I am a good mom. I run a successful photography business. I am worthy of getting paid to do what I love. Whatever that is for you, write it down over and over and over again until you start to believe it. Now, have you guys watched a Brene Brown documentary on Netflix? Because if not, run, don't walk to watch it. I was literally eating dinner the other night with my parents and we were talking about it and I was urging them to watch it. Drew and I, we watched it twice in one weekend. And hey, if you want to help a sister out, you should go to her latest post on Instagram and comment and tell her that you want her to come on this podcast because I'm seriously daydreaming of having Brene on this show as a guest. How amazing would that be? But anyways, back to her documentary. 
One part of it really struck me deep. Brene was talking about how we're afraid to be joyful. Like a lot of times we'd rather be miserable than to actually be filled with joy because the moment that we're actually happy is the moment that something could be taken away from us. Like we're afraid to say that life is good or that we're thankful for our partner or our home or our business because when we express that joy, when we put that out into the universe, it says it's up to be disappointed or let down if something happens. And I think that ties in here well, because when we share our title, when we claim it, when we stand in that truth, we are living in our joy. And even though in spite of the fact that it could be taken away, we are choosing to be vulnerable here. And as Brene explains, being vulnerable is the best way to fully come alive. Now, I share more advice in episode 245. It's five business mistakes you're currently making. So if you want to dig a little deeper into claiming your title and sharing what you do with confidence, head on back to episode 245. When it comes to content creation, you either do it because you love it or because you know it's a powerful business tool. Now, either way, it takes a ton of work. Whether you're building your website from scratch or struggling to manage payments, you need Kajabi. Kajabi is the ultimate one-stop shop that's been my go-to for almost a decade. Yes, nearly a decade. It's designed to help creators and entrepreneurs build thriving online businesses with steady recurring income. Whether it's blogging, coaching, or podcasting, Kajabi Kajabi makes it simple to transform your passion into profitable online courses, exclusive membership sites, and so much more. Over the years, Kajabi has been my rock from hosting my signature courses like the Pinterest lab to handling transactions without taking a single penny of my money. That's right. You get to keep 100% of what you earn. With Kajabi, you get powerful analytics, simple payment options, effective email marketing tools, and beautiful website templates that you can customize. And here's a little secret. You don't need a massive following to earn a great income. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi who are making six and seven figures with less than 50,000 followers, and you can be one of them. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash goal. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash goal. Join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion today at kajabi.com slash goal. Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. 
Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Next up, stop making if then statements like leave those at the door. You know, the kind of things I'm talking about, like the little gambles that you make yourself day in and day out. Like if I win this award, then I'll officially be a photographer. If I make $10,000 this month, then I'm really an entrepreneur. If I book my 10th speaking gig, then I can say I'm a speaker on my website. Once my work is featured, then I can claim this. Does this sound like a conversation you've had with yourself? Have you made these if-then statements in your head? Like when we're building the life of an entrepreneur, especially in the creative realm, it's natural to grasp at benchmarks and more traditional metrics for qualifying our success. In the corporate world, a title, a promotion, a raise, or an award is seen as a very clear recognition of success and legitimacy. But something tells me that we busted out of the corporate world for a reason. So why are we trying to measure our entrepreneurial success on the same terms? You don't get an annual review or feedback the same way when you're your own boss. And trust me, it sucks. But creating rules for your success isn't the cure. It's so crazy to me because I can list off rules that I've made for myself in the past. They were either set because someone else had done it and to me they had made it or they were arbitrary number figures that felt or sounded impressive and ones that I wanted to claim. Can I just tell you that every single level of business brings on the threat of new rules? When you hit six figures, then you're striving for seven. When you hit seven, then you hang out with people who make eight and you're never enough. Your enoughness isn't found in numbers or facts or figures. And if you want to figure that out until you've, quote, made it, then you're always going to be waiting. You've heard me say this before. If you have one follower, you are an influencer. Let's master that same mindset for any title. If you shoot one photo, you're a photographer. If you make $1 selling your products or services, you're an entrepreneur. And yeah, if you speak at one event, I don't care how many butts are in the seats, you are a speaker. I want to point it out too, that if we're measuring our success with these benchmarks and finding that we can't claim our titles with achieving whatever arbitrary level we set for ourselves, we're just going to keep raising the bar. Like we'll continue to downplay all that we've done because we'll be chasing that next level of success. It might even shut us down in our tracks, like stalling our progress and resetting the imposter syndrome cycle all over again. And I mean, who wants to be a hamster on that wheel? I've learned firsthand that you will always want more. You'll always keep pushing harder for bigger and more and the rules will only get more complicated the more you grow. So how about we just commit today to stopping with the dang rules? I challenge you to reframe your thoughts surrounding achievements, starting with two methods. First, I want for you to reach out to your mentors, your teachers, or whatever support group you have around you. Maybe it's a friend who's watched you grow, or maybe it's a coach who's helped you build your business. Tell them, like, be honest and tell them that you're feeling like a fraud. Tell them you're not even sure if you're a real photographer or fill in the blank for whatever it is you do and sub in whatever title you've previously claimed that made you feel important or worthy. Next, let them butter you up for a little bit. 
I know it might seem like this is like fishing for compliments. It might feel a little odd, but sometimes we need to hear from someone on the outside of our brains who has seen us through it all or who has been impacted by the work that we do in order to find our own confidence again. Sometimes we just need to see ourselves through the eyes of someone who loves us. Second, write a new internal dialogue for yourself. Like, write it out. Feel free to add it to the note that you started before. If your internal dialogue is all if-then statements, take the first one that comes to mind and rewrite it in a way that does not trigger those I'm a fraud feelings. It might sound like this. If your statement is, If I book 10 weddings, my first wedding season, then I can say I'm a photographer. You could rewrite it like this. I am a photographer because I booked my first wedding today and I will serve the bride and groom with special moments that they will remember forever. Do you hear the difference? Like there's no benchmark here, no challenge to our confidence. The second statement shifts our mindset. It starts with an unafraid statement. I am a photographer. It backs up that statement with one piece of evidence because I booked my first wedding today and it brings in our why. I will serve the bride and groom with special memories they will remember forever. If we measure our success through how we're showing up and serving others, we will always feel accomplished. We'll always feel like we belong. If we keep focusing on those arbitrary metrics, those if-then statements and corporate terms of achievement, we'll keep raising the bar and chasing our tails caught in that dizzying spiral of imposter syndrome. But after we get rid of those rules, it is time to admit that you don't have all the answers. I want to get into this step as we work through our imposter syndrome together. We know why we get these feelings of being a fraud. We've talked about claiming our titles and speaking confidently about what we do. And we now know that we have to change our internal dialogue to ultimately shift our mindset. But I want to make one thing really crystal clear. Just because you own your title does not mean that you need to have all the answers. In fact, I want for you to admit that you don't have all the answers and that's okay. I remember one of the first weddings I ever shot. The bride was like one of the first brides that was like, I have to have you. Like it was the first time someone wanted me for me, not just because I was cheaper than other photographers or anything. She had seen a few of my posts online and she wanted me. And I remember showing up to that day with confidence and stumbling my way through that day and that night until she sat me at a table for dinner with a guy named Zach. Now, Zach was also a photographer, and I use the term also loosely because I didn't even feel like a photographer at the time. I remember sitting next to him as we ate our chicken, and he asked me which lens I was using. Guys, I had to actually look down at the lens and read the numbers off to him. I didn't fully know what those numbers meant at the time, and I felt like crawling into a hole. But then it hit me. If they know Zach and they know he's a photographer and still they chose me, I must have something to offer that Zach couldn't. I remember leaving that feeling of shame at the door and just doing my thing while Zach watched on because they chose me. They chose a girl who didn't know all the numbers, but who knew how to capture the right moments. And in that moment, I chose to honor that fact and not let the imposter feelings that were right there sweep me away. They could have done that if I had let them. If you're faced with a question about your line of work and you can't happily rattle off the numbers on your lenses without blinking, that's okay. You have permission to always be learning. I would rather you start with imperfect action and keep getting better over time. I'd hate for you to hide your magic from the world because you're afraid of getting stumped by a little question from someone who doesn't have a single clue about all the big things you're destined to do. 
I challenge you to just take imperfect action and to continue to grow. Imperfect action makes things happen. Take big, bold, imperfect steps forward. If you get a question that you can't answer, say it. I don't know. And then ask for help along the way. And with every imperfect step forward, you'll start to learn the answers to those questions that once stumped you. You'll start moving in the right directions. New questions are always going to arise. Trust me, they never stop popping up. But just because you don't have the answer right now doesn't mean you're an imposter. Heck, just the other day, a friend of ours was texting me about how I record the podcast. And I laughed and I sent him a photo of our messy closet and my DIY microphone box with my $100 mic in it. And he was shocked. He sent me over his setup, which was way more professional than mine. And he used terms that I didn't even understand. And instead of feeling like I wasn't enough, I laughed and I told him, I literally just show up and do my best. And I don't have all the fancy things or a studio, but I do have a voice and I choose to show up with that. Um, Yeah, I've come a long way. And this episode is making me see that it's not your job to convince other people your business is worthy or important or successful. A lot of times people treat me like my job is a hobby or they'll ask me things like, well, what does your husband do? And it used to drive me crazy because they all belittled what I had built. But at the same time, I know what I've created. And if they don't find worth in it or don't understand, that's on them. That's a reflection on them and not what I've created. Trust me, everyone feels like a fraud at times, like an imposter in their own world. It shows up in different ways and at different times, but it's deeply rooted in the fact that we are achievement oriented and we're out here chasing our biggest dreams. With chasing dreams comes fear and uncertainty, but don't let that stop you before you even begin. Take it from me, you will never feel fully ready. You'll never feel fully equipped or that you have it all figured out. You'll never feel ready. But when you choose to be vulnerable and step into the roles that God has created for only you to fill, you'll come alive in a way that will inspire others and help you to make a bigger impact here on this earth. Step into it, own it, rock it, and know that you don't have to have it all figured out or have a degree on the wall or have hit a certain figure number of income to stand in your truth. Jump on to Instagram at Gold Digger Podcast and tell me your title. Claim it in the caption so that I can see you standing in your truth. Because when you do that, you give others permission to stand in theirs. Until next time, Gold Diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And thank you so much for hitting play on this episode today. Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger Podcast. Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you gold digger you. Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs, 
We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top notch. Article's online only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. 